Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. In Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen is 634. Showers and thunderstorms and heavy rain is even possible. We'll see a high around 87. It is 70 now at Cincinnati's Q102. Some people are calling for the Star Spangled Banner to be dumped as our national anthem because they say it is tainted with racism. Among other things, composer Francis Scott Key was a known slaveholder who once said that African Americans were, quote, a distinct and inferior race of people, which all experience proves to be the greatest evil that afflicts a community, end quote. Now, one suggestion is, you know, if you're going to go down that road to replace the song with Imagine by John Lennon. Imagine all the people living life in peace. That song always makes me cry. And why this song? Of all this songs. Of all songs. One person says, uh, well, it is the most beautiful, unifying, all people, all backgrounds together kind of song you could have. I would agree with that. Um, to my knowledge, John Lennon didn't have any slaves, of course, but he wasn't a saint either. Well, no one is. Are we okay with a British person singing the American national anthem? <laughs> I might be. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I. I'm okay with looking at the possibility of changing the anthem. I just don't. I've never been a fan of that song. Really? Oh, very depressing. Oh, you think? Listen to it. Well, I, but it's. <laughs> but you're imagining what the world could be like. What What our country could aspire to. Need some yeah. more. Need yeah. some more brass. <laughs> a little more percussion for you. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it. Is you know you can you can produce any rendition you want. Others say we could swap it out for America the Beautiful, which uh, it, it is arguably more aspirational and unifying and less militaristic than the Star Spangled Banner. So there's an online petition. Uh, last I checked, it was signed by a little over 3,000 people. Um, so it's off to a slow start, but who knows? It could pick up. Yeah. And, you know, think of all the interpretations. Like, I... I Remember when Fergie did kind of like a smooth jazz version of the national anthem at the 2018 NBA All-Star Game? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, the possibilities are endless. Make it your own. Yes. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right. We'll keep us posted. Yes, I'll keep you posted. Uh, all right. So, celebrities. There is a show coming out, and they are going to give us personal advice. I mean, we already listened to them about, you know, how, what we should buy and who we would who we should vote for and well they're influencers. all kinds of yeah everything they, they influence us they have thoughts and ideas and products they love and they like to share them all so now they want to give us personal advice it's a new show it's called celebrity call center and the premise is really simple you call in with your problem and a celebrity will help you figure it out hmm. nick cannon's going to be a regular and other quote-unquote experts will include your basic c-listers and reality tv people like brie and nikki bella Todd Chrisley, Nene Leakes, Alyssa Milano. Oh, don't you, didn't you have a thing for Alyssa Milano for a short period of time? About a thousand years ago, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Osborne, that could be fun. Candy sure. Burris. Hmm. So, you hmm. are terrible. If your goal was to inspire a feeling of despair, the likes of which hasn't been felt since Whoopi hosted the Oscars, then bravo. I mean, if they're... Somewhat accessible celebrities that, you know, are dealing with real world problems. Like, you know, if it's a billionaire, I don't know how, you know, relatable Jennifer Aniston's problem solving skills would be necessarily to the average person giving her resources. Yeah, but they, I don't know. Did they say what kind of questions people are going to be asking? Is this no. like, how do you hard boil an egg? Or is this going to be like, I'm having issues with my mother-in-law. What do I do? Well, I don't know. They probably leave it up to anything. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Whatever your, whatever your problem Hello, or whatever your issue is. I'm having trouble with my finances and making ends meet. <laughs> that so, might be a little bit different. Yeah, you better hope to get a Susie Orman on that question. There you go. But, yeah. you know, but for the like personal stuff. Right. I mean, the, the circumstances may be different, but the feelings are the same. Hmm. Anything else on the E! News front, Jen? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, rest in peace, Benny Bardones. Oh, Benny Bardones. He had that song from like a million years ago. That was that was some hit record. It was like a yacht rock song that became really popular in 1980. And then it had like kind of a resurgence and became popular again. That doesn't ha- happen well, very often, yeah, does was it? Was that because of a movie or something that it was in? I don't know, but have you guys ever really paid very close attention to the lyrics in this song? I have. <laughs> I'm trying to find She's the song. She's just 16 years old, leave her alone, they say, separated by fools who don't know what love is yet. He was 33 at the time. So he says the song was inspired by his platonic relationship with a teenage neighbor for of his whose father had left her. 
Oh. But that doesn't really explain the video, which starts out with Benny getting um, jock blocked at the girl's front door by her dad and then going around to the side of her house and staring at her through her bedroom window. Oh. <laughs> so it's a little creepy. It is. And here's, then it, it, here's a clip of the song, by the way, in case you don't know what we're talking about, the guy we're talking about is the guy who sang this <laughs> song. This is Benny Mardonis. The name of the song was called Into the Night. Big hit in 1980 and again in 1989. But I And I have seen the video where it appears to be a guy in his 30s, played by him, <laughs> trying to get with a 16-year-old girl despite the objections of her dad. Yeah, because he spends 90 seconds or so after dad stops him at the door and he's looking at her through the window. He then gets her on the phone and is pouring his heart out to her. And he's on a pay phone. <laughs> Then he goes back to her house, climbs through her window, unrolls a magic carpet, and takes her for a ride. Oh. Into the night. Into the night. And <laughs> Whatever then, that means. Right. And then they start making out in a very unplatonic way. And then that's where they leave us wondering what might happen next. Oh. And so it's like one of those things where it's, this is a great song. Well, yeah. people love this song. He's just uh, putting a conversation starter out there to start yes. the conversation. And you feel a little... Like, Mm -hmm. slimy listening to it. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, something not right about that. Well, he passed away at the age of 73. Parkinson's, I believe. Was it Parkinson's disease? Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, the uh, 16-year-old girl is like 60 now. Or yeah. She's oh, up there. Yeah. So, All right. yeah. Anything else on the uh Oh, by the way, the uh, 2020 MTV Video Music Awards are happening after all. They'll be taking place on August 30th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. I'm not sure how uh New York Governor Andrew Andrew Cuomo feels about this, but uh since he announced it yesterday, I'm assuming he's okay with it. He said the event will follow all safety guidance including limited or no audience. So, huh. There you go. The VMAs are Who wrong. knows what's going to be happening in August? Like, I wish they wouldn't have started making decisions about schools quite yet. Just get a little more time. Yeah, so Kristen's youngest, Ingrid, is transferring to Stanford this fall. And so she'll go this fall for a, uh, I guess, a quarter. They do it mm-hmm. in quarters my understanding okay and she'll come home thanksgiving and then i like she doesn't go back until the summer of next year oh really yeah that's interesting because i guess from like the uh from like through the winter and spring i guess it'll be the juniors and seniors oh is that how they're doing it that's my understanding so, oh, that would suck as a sophomore girl not having any junior or senior boys to choose from. Well, it's always <laughs> next year. So I guess they'll use that time to, you know, do internships do or whatever. Will they, will I guess it'll be a combination online? of like online and internships and, you know, other ways of yeah. getting around that. But yeah, I mean, that's going to be true for a lot of kids going back to school, you know, trying to figure out a way to 
accommodate everyone, maintain social distancing, and keep those numbers low. Yeah. This this part online, part at school thing. I heard some students talking about how difficult it is to focus and retain as much online as opposed to just, you know, being face to face in a classroom because, you know, just with the audio limitations and the glitches and the distractions at home, technological issues and the dropouts and the distractions at home and all that stuff. Yeah. They're having a hard time. They don't feel like they're getting as much out of the experience as they would if they were in the classroom. Yeah. I I worry more about the mental and emotional consequences of not being around your peers because I mean it's such an important part developmentally when you're at those ages. That's a big part K of through twelve. Why schools exist. <laughs> exactly. And uh yeah. Well I know too a lot of my teacher friends have said, you know, if I could pick, I want my kids in the classroom because of many reasons, but one, they've figured out how to work the online learning. They've figured it out. So they don't they're not sitting there doing work. Right. They're clicking the things they need to click to show that they did the work whether they did or didn't, right. and then they're off playing video games. Hmm. Sure. She's like, it's one specific teacher I was talking to. She's like, I know they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're really? just clicking through. Yeah. Well, I feel for the, I feel for the teachers, too, yeah. because, I mean, this is if, if they have to plan lessons for the classroom and for online, it's, we're asking a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I guess and, a lot of schools are dividing it that way so that they can get the classroom experience, so they can be there. They'll have... Freshmen and sophomores there during the fall, and the juniors and seniors in the winter and spring, and then again freshmen and sophomores back in in the summer, and that's how they'll that's how they'll do it. I guess two semesters at a time to keep everyone separated, at least for the foreseeable future. We have some sensational guests. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. No flipping. Yeah, that went to Vegas. A buck twenty there. Hundred and twenty degrees. It's a dry heat. A hundred. I stay in the casino. Don't get me wrong. I lose a lot, but I get them at the buffets. I mean, eight ninety five. All you can eat. The house has lost its advantage. I'm at the prime rib counter going. Hit me again. I worked at this one place, the Sahara. They haven't had me back, surprisingly enough. All you can eat breakfast, two forty-nine. Two forty-nine. I'm uh, I can eat more than two forty-nine with a toast. I was there for an hour. They gave me chips to go back and gamble. Show me the buffet. Comedian John Panette. Lisa is looking for a second date update with a guy named Sam, and we're going to try and help her out today. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you for asking. You want to take us from the top? Tell us all about Sam, how the two you met, how it all progressed and everything. Yeah, sure. So um, we met at a Super Bowl party. And, we, like, it wasn't any of that weird stuff, like, riding a lawnmower, like that one lady did. Oh, like, <laughs> oh I forgot about that. <laughs> Super Bowl party lawnmower girl. That's we right. all remember her. Okay. 
Well, it wasn't anything like that. You know, I just I drank a lot of beer, and you know, I, there was a lot of friends at the party, and they they do like to party a lot. Yeah. You know, I was just like a little buzz, and I, I thought he was in the same boat too. And we started talking. You know, we're standing around watching all of our idiot drunk friends do ridiculous stuff and laughing at them, and you no, know, it was fun. It was, it was a nice camaraderie. It was comfortable. Yeah. And he told me he was single, just dating around. And he asked about my dating situation. I told him that I'd kind of been seeing someone casually, but it wasn't going anywhere. And he said, cool. He asked for my number, and I gave it to him. We left the party, and he walked me to my car, and then we went our separate ways. It was just a hug, and he said that we'd talk later. And, you know, he did text me a few times the next day, but then he just stopped, and I don't know why. Oh, so you guys never actually went out on a date then? No, it was more of just like we met at the party and things went super well. And I I honestly thought it was going to lead somewhere, but then nothing. Oh, so it kind of ended before it even started. But the, Yeah, exactly. Okay, so but when you guys were talking, he said he was single but dating around. And you said you are casually seeing someone, but it's not going anywhere. Yes, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that just fizzled out. And I really liked him. Fizzle that what? You mean with the guy you're casually seeing or with Sam? With Sam. Oh, God. So what about this guy that you're casually seeing? I mean, is that what you... I mean, when you say you're casually seeing someone... That means friends with benefits. Is that that how you're defining it, friends with benefits? Or does it mean that you just started dating someone and you're not sure what's going on? I mean, it's kind of like a touch-and-go type of thing. We've definitely seen each other a couple times, but I don't I don't see it going anywhere, and yeah. he doesn't really either. So there's really no label. You can't even put casual on it yet. There's just, hey, how about you say there's a guy you've been talking to? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's there's literally no label at all. Yeah, that's yeah. what Fritz said for years. Yeah. Before she finally <laughs> kind of settled on someone. But when you two parted ways from the Super Bowl party, you were fully expecting him to give you a call and set up an actual date date, right? Well, I mean, yeah, he did, and he texted for, like, a little bit for the next day or so, but, like, then it was just cold turkey. And what was the nature of those texts? Casual talk, or were you setting Yeah, I mean, and we talked a little bit about the Super Bowl party because we watched the Masked Singer later that, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and just kind of getting to know each other, basic things, and then nothing. You didn't reveal anything weird? I, I don't think I did. (laughs) <laughs> Anything that would have sent him running that you're aware of? Not that I know of. I mean, we had a good vibe going. Okay. Well, Any questions, you guys? No? I don't think so. We okay. just need to get him on the phone because he's got some splaining to do. Yeah. All right, Lisa. Let me put you on hold. We're going to get Sam's phone number from you. We'll call him up, and we'll see if there's a possibility of getting a date going. Maybe he met someone. You know, you said he was single and dating around, so maybe he's met someone since then. And yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Coming up next, as Second Date Update continues here on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Lisa met Sam at a Super Bowl party. They seemed to hit it off, but then nothing happened. They, they exchanged phone numbers, seemed like they might get together, and then they just never did. Lisa was left with the impression that she'd hear from him, and she did hear from him, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So. She would like to know. Hey. Right. What's going on? Even though this is a second date update and there wasn't officially a first date, we'd like to get him a first date. Mm-hmm. Dates we'll are nice. Goes. Dates yeah. are good. But uh, we got to get Sam on the phone first. So, Lisa, you ready to call him up? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. 
Hi, can we speak to Sam, please? Yeah, this is he. Hey, Sam. Hope we're not getting you at a bad time. It's Jeff and Jen at Hi, Q102. Sam. How are you, man? Jeff and Jen, no way. Way. Is this second date update? You're doing a second date update on me? Is of course, that man. That's why we call on? people. Oh, you know. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, we understand you're single, but dating around. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know who we're calling about? Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know what she's told you, and I don't, you know. She. <laughs> who is she? Who out of all the single women you're dating around with, who is which she are we talking about, do you think? Um, Lisa. Yes, Lisa, the woman you met at the Super Bowl party. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, let's just, I, I want to kind of avoid any sort of um, drama. You know, I, I don't really want to get into the drama of it, but, you know. Well, what drama? You haven't even gone out with her yet. You just met her at a party. I know. Well, she she wasn't totally upfront about her situation, what was going on with her. Um I mean, she was, but she wasn't. Like, she said she was seeing a guy, but they weren't serious. And then turns out that guy was there at the Super Bowl party. Oh. And I had I had no clue about this. And I guess he was watching us the whole time. And me and Lisa were flirting. And, you know, she was, she was pretty hands-on with me. And, like, he saw us, like, leave together. And I guess, you know, he must have thought that we really had something going on. And my buddy who was there said that he was actually saw him hiding in the bathroom and heard him crying or something. And that just wasn't cool because, you know, if I was starting to see somebody, I wouldn't want to go to a party with them and then have them be flirting with somebody else. You know, like I understand, you know, Animal Kingdom, the law of attraction of, of being attracted <laughs> or drawn to somebody, but... But, like, the way that we were interacting was greater than just, like, people connecting eyes across the room. So, like, I was under the impression, you know, I, if he hadn't have been there, it might have been different. But the guy was there, and she was doing it in front of him, and that just feels very disrespectful. Okay. When did you, you know? find out that he was there? I found out the next day. Okay. Lisa, I didn't know that the guy you're casually seeing was at the party. No, he was there, but, it like, it... <laughs> It wasn't anything. Well, when you you characterize a relationship as not going anywhere, you're casually seeing someone what is not going anywhere, but what does he think? I honestly never led him to believe that there was anything serious going on between us and like I was very clear about that. I mean I, Sam's I, saying I Sam's here and this guy's like crying in the bathroom. Did, he didn't say anything to you? No, like I'm sorry he's so sensitive. There's nothing I can do about that. But it literally has nothing to do with me and Sam. Like this other guy, he I made it clear with him and it's it's on him that he didn't listen. But you have not had a conversation with this guy you're casually seeing about Sam. No, because we had just met that night. I don't know. It's just kind of rude and mean. Like, how is it rude uh, and mean? I made it clear to this guy that I wasn't interested in anything super serious with him. Hmm. And then well, you when go you're at a party, me, open, so, like, like openly flirting with somebody. Super well, here's where I'm getting confused while the guy because dating is right there in the room watching all of it. Like, I think that's kind of messed up. You know. 
Well, Sam, I would understand your point if they were, in fact, involved in a committed relationship or if she had well, led they, him to believe. I mean, they went they... to the party together and they weren't like just friends going to a party like they even even if they were very casual. Right. They're going to that party as a date. And yeah. to me, there's like a level of respect that that like, you know, why, why would anybody want to have to worry about, oh, I got I, I have a, I'm on a date with a person that I'm starting to see. Right. And then all of a sudden they're they're running off with somebody else like that would just and then you can't go to parties anymore because now you got all these <laughs> triggers about like not you know about yeah. what could happen. That no, I get your point. Like, I totally get it. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do here, guys? Because Lisa, have you have you had a conversation with this other guy? Maybe it's just time to officially cut him loose because it still feels like he's kind of hanging around. What's the story there? I mean, I, just the random. Hey, how are you doing? Text since then. It hasn't been anything serious. Yeah, but are you keeping him on a string in the event you got nothing else going on? Like if this thing with Sam doesn't pan out and you're going to... You call him up? I mean, honestly, no. <laughs> I was looking forward to Sam. Yeah. And what about you, Sam? Lisa says there's nothing to this. I don't know if that changes anything for you. Well, maybe not, but, you know, to me, if you don't if you don't read those early signs of, I don't know, behaviors and boundaries and relationships, and, and then and then something like that happens again, it just, you know, either becomes a cycle or it becomes a thing that you resent about the person, and I'd rather not just get into that whole mode. You know, I, I just felt the, the initial feeling's weird, and so I, I don't, yeah, I don't really feel like I could do a second date. I'm sorry. Okay. Before we embarked on the second date update, Jen said off the air, I really hope we get a couple that agrees to go out. We haven't had nice. one in a while. This is not nice. the one, Jen. No. Yeah, I guess it's not going to happen today. It's not today. today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. All right, guys. Well, Sam, thank you for taking the call. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate Good your luck. honesty. And Lisa, stay in touch with us. Let us know if there's anything we can do to help you out. Definitely. Best of luck thanks, to you. Guys. And thanks for putting yourself out there. We always appreciate that. Yep. So let's do this. If you need our help with a second date update, just send us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. It's enough we got to gear up for 4th of July, which is another wasted American holiday. <laughs> they ruined it. They ruined it. No longer in this country are we the people. Ever. And fireworks is the perfect example of that. What runs this country? Corporations. What runs 4th of July? Corporations! I don't want to be on the bridge and have to show up at 2 in the afternoon because by 7 in the afternoon, there's 400,000 people. Fireworks in 11 more hours. We drove from Wisconsin to see these. <laughs> and then anyone that ever does that has been to those celebrations once because you realize it's the dumbest event ever. Once you get caught going, wow, that one looked like it almost landed on us, right? <laughs> this must be the grand finale. It's comedian Jim Brewer, and there's more where that came from. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, 731. A new fragrance that smells like outer space. What does outer space smell like? How do you know? I don't know.
Also, can you ask for a raise during a pandemic? It is Tuesday, the last day of June, guys, 2020. We're Jeff and Jen. I consider this a third of the summer over already. I know. It does kind of feel like it. It's the way my brain works. Here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Would you say you're a forgetful person? Yes. Yes. I, I, and it's getting worse and worse. That whole, I don't know why I walked into this room. That is one area where we are all united. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are all forgetful people here on the Jeff and Jen. Well, not, not Fritch. She got the mind no. of a oh, trap. Oh, she's no, it's getting worse now that she's a mom. Oh, right. Oh yeah. I've seen, I've seen a few cracks in the, yes. Wow. It, it's, it's happening to her too. Well, 56% of Americans said they are forgetful. In a new poll, 56% of Americans and two-thirds think their memory has gotten worse in just the last decade. The top things we blame it on are getting older and constantly having to multitask now. The survey also found the average American has 332 forgetful moments per year. I thought you were going to say per day. <laughs> no, that would be for me per that day. Would be. Or just over six a week. Ten most common things we forget: our passwords. Oh, I just lose my i I quit. If if I put in two or three different passwords and I don't get in, I'm done. Whatever that whatever it was I was needing to do, it's over. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I got a phone call as you know yesterday from one of our content providers. And uh, he was informing me that he was changing all of our usernames and passwords. And I immediately went in a freakout mode. He's like, it's okay, man. I'm going to tell you what it is. (laughs) That's not the point, Robert. I'm not going to remember. I've been using the same one for do you know how many years? Honestly, honest to God, I've been using the same one. I think since 1998. No joke. I think you might be right. Isn't that funny? He's like... There are ways you can remember, like you could write it down. I know. Well, he, and luckily he made them very easy this yeah. time compared to last time. But yeah, like for me, especially like the app store will be one that I'm like, because then I, after I try a couple of times, I'll go in and I'll change it. Maybe yeah. if I, if I have that level of patience on that day. Right. But then every password I've ever used, it won't let me use again. And so then I have to come up with something new. And then I'm not going to remember what that is next time. Yeah. And I have passwords for the stupidest things, like getting into things that I don't care if it gets hacked. Yeah. You know, like a magazine subscription. Right. Yeah. Honestly, really? You're making me change my password for a magazine? I don't care. Uh-huh. If I get hacked. You know how many people I share this with? No kidding. <laughs> For me, the stuff that I can't remember are the simple things like, hey, we're having a conversation in the kitchen and I'm telling a story and I get to the point where I need to say cup or camera, a simple word, fork. And I'm like, and then I picked up the, the, uh, you know, the, the thing with the four metal things that you hold with your hand and you eat with it. Fork. Yeah. 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 The fork. That's when I, I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's happening. What is uh, this? Is not going to be good when I'm seventy. <laughs> oh, it's so if irritating. It's starting now. I was I was scrolling on my phone. I was scrolling looking at cars on Auto Trader. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people sell their used car, and I guess they sell new cars too. But you know, it's fun because every now and then, like you'll see a classic car on there, and uh, and I saw one. And I'm like, oh, and I I 
try to hit like a little heart, like a little favorite of it so that I could go back and look at it later. And no, it requires a username and password. Mm. Like, all right, I'll bite. And so I start fiddling with it and it keeps flagging me because I'm not using like the right characters. Or this oh, needs to be uppercase yeah. or lowercase. Right. I mean, you know what? Forget it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I'm a bailer. Yeah. Total. So there's the strong password now, right? Have you encountered that where, you know, you let your iPhone or whatever, your device select a strong password, which is a long series oh, of numbers and letters and symbols that if you just allow the phone to store it, it supposedly notifies your other devices so that every time you log on to it, you don't even have to know it. You don't have to memorize it. You just have to approve it. So it's a great idea in theory, but for whatever reason, my my devices, which I thought were all communicating in synchronicity, evidently are not. So I have a password that I stored on my phone that when I go to access it on my laptop, it doesn't know what it is. Yeah. So I go on my phone to try to copy it, and it's this long, like, you know, 26-character thing. That, mm-hmm. And then I try to copy and paste it, and they won't let you do that for security reasons. See, I'm out. It's so frustrating. Done. Yeah. I really do believe there will be a day where I surrender all technology. And just live peacefully. Well, the whole idea of passwords is so (laughs) antiquated anyway. Like, I really am at the point where just take my retina scan. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm giving up. I'm just, George Orwell, you can have my fingerprints. You can have my DNA. You can have my eye scan. I would rethink that one, mister. Oh, believe me. I've been worried about it ever since I read 1984 by George Orwell. Read it again. Read it again and look at what's going on in the world today. Ignorance is bliss. It truly is, but it's going to catch up with you and bite you in the butt. Yeah. That's the thing. I know. I know. I'm with you, Jen, though. I'm ready to check it out. Move into a cabin in the woods. (laughs) Live peacefully. (laughs) You know, maybe... Uh, maybe just have one little device that I can order things from Amazon to get delivered. And Panera. Right. DoorDash. (laughs) But that's it. You already have it. It's called Add to Cart. I know, right? Or Buy Now. (sighs) Even at the airport, though, like I'm, I'm a member of Clear, so whenever you fly, you're able to bypass the security lines. Like, first there was... The, the TSA fast track, you know, there was, mm-hmm. well, I forget what they call it, TSA approved or whatever, which is good because it's a shorter line, mm-hmm. but then everybody got hip to that. Yeah. And they started offering clear for like a membership fee that you pay per year. And I love that because again, that's, that's the retinal scan or your fingerprint and oh, they just wave you right through. Yeah. You know, giving up personal information for convenience. So our passwords. Number one thing, number one most common thing we forget. Number two, what we need at the grocery store. Yes, all the time. And I'm I'm that person that refuses to make a list. Yeah, I make a list. Because I always think, oh, I'll remember. I won't remember. No. I know that about myself. I don't. Where our keys are. Yep. If you ever see me feeling myself up, it's because I have a certain um, bulk memory where my keys are in my left pocket. My phone is in my right pocket. My wallet is in my back left. And like a little... You do the tap. Yeah. And tap the butt, tap yeah. the keys, tap the pockets. It looks like I'm feeling myself up. I do that too. See, I, with the keyless entry on my car, my keys just stay in my purse. 
and I never take them out. Don't need them for anything else. How do you get in your house? Garage door opener. Oh. Uh, walking into a room and forgetting why you walked in there happens to me daily. Yep, constantly. And it sucks when it's upstairs or downstairs because you've gone all the way up. What I'll do is I'll go all the way upstairs to do something, get distracted on the way, do that thing, and then go back downstairs without doing the thing upstairs I had intended to do in the first place. All the time. Yeah, it becomes this up, down, up, down, up, down, running around. I find myself when I've gone downstairs to do something and then I forget what it is, uh, I'll just, you know what, I'm just going to sit down quietly (laughs) and wait wait until I figure it out before I make the trek back upstairs. (laughs) That's funny. Having a word on the tip of your tongue and you can't remember it every show. All the time. Forgetting where you put your pen. You got one over there? We're back here. Got him. Thank you. Forgetting what day it is. Forgetting to take something out of the freezer to defrost it. And forgetting where you put your phone. Now I hate it when I do that. Oh, it's alarming. Because it's always, and it's always when I have it on silent. So calling it, I could still call it to try to find it, but, you know, the vibrating is a lot more difficult to locate. Yeah. (laughs) My mother. So I will call her, and I can tell when her phone is either off or, you know, maybe the battery ran out because she sometimes does that. Or when it's plugged in and she's just not answering. I've learned more and more now that when it just rings and rings and rings and she doesn't answer it, it's not that she doesn't want to answer or can't answer. It's because she can't find the phone. She can Mm -hmm. hear it. Mm -hmm. And so she has instructed me now that in the future, if I call and it rings a few times and it goes to voicemail, to please keep calling because she's following the sound of the phone. (laughs) To try to find it. Under all of her stuff. Yeah. Oh, God love her. Uh, forgetting someone's name is the most embarrassing oh, thing to forget. Worst. I will do that with people I have known for years. Yep. And it will. I'll just. It'll just be gone. Yes. I mean, I and when those moments happen, I get seriously concerned about my health and well-being. Well, I'm, I'm glad like, it's not just me. Is this the beginning me. of something? Is this early onset Alzheimer's? That's what I or always... do. I have dementia, or is it a you know a brain tumor? I have wondered the very same thing. That's when I start feeling around on my scalp to see if there's any weird bumps. Well, I found a weird <laughs> bump, and I had it looked at. Uh-huh. And it turned out it was a sebaceous cyst. Oh, those are fun. Did you have it drained? That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the tumor. <laughs> but my, uh, do you guys have weird, I mean, when you start feeling around on your skull, does it yes. feel like you have a bunch of strange bumps? And can it's you like the Appalachian yourself? Mountains. Yep. Yes. It's going to so be a bad bald strange. guy. Strange. Yeah, yeah, I won't look good bald either. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.